0: Hello, and welcome to of Folders, a productivity podcast about, you know, tackling your problems and getting actual things done, hopefully, I guess. My name is Rosemary Richard, and as always, I'm joined by Scotty Jackson. Hey, Scotty, how are you today?
1: I'm great. I mean, fingers crossed about the getting thing, the, the doing of things. And that, that. I mean, that sounds that sounds like exactly what we're here to do. I, I can't wait to see how that pans out for us.
0: Me too. Uh, Before we dive in, if you're new, hello, welcome. Uh, If you like this and you want to find more, nestedfolderspodcast.com is the place where you can go. And if you really love us, then nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested is the place to go. But what we wanted to talk about here today is something that I have been wrestling with a lot recently because funnily enough, I have uh, a lot of things going on and sometimes I struggle with tackling a problem and it's only when I have taken a little bit of a break and walked away from the problem that i am able to suddenly come up with the solution and my term for this is like multi-threading multi-processing background thinking Mm. where sometimes in order to actually tackle the problem correctly you need to try to get your brain to do something else at which point enough of your brain is distracted that the other parts of your brain can put the puzzle pieces together To try and do this. Um, And also, and you know, first of all, I don't think this necessarily happens for everything and everybody all the time. I think it is just some of the things, some of the time for some of the people. But I do think that, you know, a lot of people have encountered this phenomena before and possibly would like to know more ways to trigger it because I certainly need to figure that out better.
1: Yes, I mean and I think it 's one of those things that you joke about right, like, oh, I always get my greatest ideas in the shower oh it 's always out when i 'm walking that I figure everything out and that's that that's kind of true, so I think I think what we're really kind of getting at it here is how do we make that thing that we kind of talk about colloquially or how like how do we do that on purpose how do we remind ourselves that 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 is a viable approach to problem solving and so how do we get into that purposefully how do we trigger it and then once triggered how do we how do we manage that or how do we set ourselves up for success about that is is that kind of what we're getting at here
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think actually you hit upon a really uh, good idea or two right there, um, you know, with the taking a shower or going for a walk, because sometimes it is a change of environment that allows us or allows our brain to see things a little bit differently. Um, I have found this before. Sometimes I just pick up my work laptop from my desk and I go sit on the sofa and, and I work on the sofa for a little bit. And you know what? The second I hit the sofa, I, I you know, I snuggle up in a slanket or something first so that I'm nice and cozy and warm. And I pull out my laptop and go, hmm, this problem. Oh, right. There we go. That's the solution. And sometimes changing your environment, either doing the same thing in just a different environment or going and doing, you know, something else like having a shower is part of the key to this. Because, you know, uh, it, it it's the differences that allow our brains to do this, at least for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, how are you ever going to get freed up if you never if you keep going back to the place that got you stuck in the first place? So uh, yeah. I, I love what you said about changing your environment, and even if changing your environment isn't super viable because uh, you are a uh, desk jockey like myself and you're 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 chained to that particular chair for those glorious seven point five hours of your life, um, maybe maybe it's a context shift. Mentally, so uh, Mm -hmm. moving out of that problem and then thinking, uh, you know, instead about, um, you know, giving myself a break. So maybe it's it's some YouTube time, or maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna crack open a Sudoku for a little while and just sort of let that be the thing of my focal point, so that other things can happen in the background or throw on uh, some ambient sounds on my headphones or or on a speaker near me to just kind of uh, create a different way of of being mentally, even if I can't create a different way of being physically.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, that is something that we can do. I found sometimes uh, switching my computer from light mode to dark mode uh, can help just Mm. because it makes me see things in different colors. Um, And guess what? Our brains associate colors with all sorts of things, but, you know, flipping that over um, can, can help as well there. Um, And, you know, you said, a sudoku that that's quite a good one i struggle with the actual sudoku i go with tetris mm. good old tetris mm-hmm. um there I are enjoy. loads of websites where you can play it you can play it on your phone um something like that or there's wood Wudo- woodoku which is like wood blocks sudoku so you have your your nine your grid of nine by nine by nine um and uh yeah i i i Playing, playing that with word blocks on my phone. That, that's Ooh. quite nice um, and stuff like that. And because all of these are kind of different puzzles. Um, and sometimes, sometimes what I need is to make my brain try and solve a different problem. And that's the point where it goes, oh, yeah, this is how you do the thing. Right. Sometimes uh, I find actually it's not making my brain do something different. It's making my body do something different. And for those, you know, that is that does require you to be able to get up and move. Um, but for, for this sort of thing, you know, I, I try to maybe go get lunch uh, if I can get lunch early or uh, go, you know, to tidy up a little bit or, you know, try and do something um, like that. Or if I can, get out for a walk. Um, now, this can be quite difficult to do in the middle of the day. Uh, fortunately, I have a, a nice local park nearby, but I'm aware that not everybody does. Um But I found that there are a couple of websites out there, I'm going to try and get some links for the show notes, of desk yoga, of just like Mm. yoga positions that you can do at your desk. So gentle stretches without necessarily even leaving your chair that aren't super obvious that you're doing yoga in your office. For those of you who are in an office where other people might see you and potentially judge you or at the very least ask questions about what you're doing, um, which is not necessarily something
1: you want. That is a very cool idea. I think, I think the very subtle version of this too is um, reminding myself to take my fingers off the trackpad and uh, off of the home row and swivel away from my computer and maybe grab my journal or pieces of paper and Either, either just start writing about what's on my mind or maybe start doing like a, 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 like a bullet journal migration or just listing off some things or micro journaling, just engaging my hand and my eyes in writing instead of looking at a screen. Um, that, that subtle shift can be, um, a big way of. Of creating that sort of contextual shift as well. And in doing that, I think it's also very important for me. If I if I can't let this problem go, if I cannot get it out of my mind, I think it's important uh to ask myself um two really important questions to try and to try and put um some of the thinking into the background, uh or 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 even you know reframe it a little bit. One is why does this matter to me? Like, why is it, why am I stuck on it? Like what matters in this moment? And that could be deeply personal and not related to the actual project at all. Uh, and that's okay. Um, that pushes that project thinking into the background and pushes me into the foreground. And I think about that for a while. Uh, and then the mm-hmm. the second um, is making sure that I am really thinking, it's really the problem that I'm thinking about and not like, how do I make this solution happen? Um, because I, I feel like if, if solution thinking is very much on my mind, that's where I try and I'm trying to do like square peg round hole. And that's, and and, and that's where I feel like, I'm creating a lot of mental noise for myself, but really backing up and say like, what is even the problem here? And maybe that might help me answer the, why does it matter question a little bit better too. And I, and I credit, um, a director that I worked for, who's just brilliant, who, who said like fall in love with problems, not solutions. And it took me a while to really, um, embrace and understand what that meant. You, I think that that's the sort of philosophy that you have to practice a couple of times, I think, um, but it's really stuck with me and I, th- I found it to be a, a really great way of not just not just thinking like solutioning, but also when I understand the problem better, I feel like I can exhale a little bit more, push it into the background swivel chair and let that simmer in the background. And that that is really good for background thinking, perhaps more than, you know, how do I make this solution go?
0: Yes. Yeah. Sometimes my brain is not quite ready to let me go and try something else for the background thinking when, Mm. you know, this is when I've come to a conclusion, hey, you know, you've been working on this and hitting your head into a wall for hours. Um, But for some reason, you know, I still feel compelled to give solving it a shot. Um, What I have found to be really useful, and you can do this on a pen and paper, you can do it with a tablet and stylus, uh, but I would recommend not using a keyboard for this, um, diagramming your problem. So sometimes it can literally be drawing out a user interface of what it is, or sometimes it can be doing like a mock flowchart of things. Um, and, you know, this happens, which causes that. Um, and that is not the desired solution. Therefore, we need this to happen. Um, but this is still going to trigger it. So the part in the middle is the question mark or something like that. Usually these things are a tad more complex. Um, and just trying to draw it out. You do not need to be an artist for this. It does not need to be beautiful. It doesn't really need to be readable. It just needs to let you, you know, go through the, pro- the problem from the top down. And also you can then flip over, get another piece of paper, whichever you prefer, and do the same with your solution or the, the thing that you, you're you trying to do there. And then you can try and compare them and see where the mismatches. Ooh. But I found by doing this in an RT form, and I say RT form because these are not documents I'm ever going to show to somebody else unless I really, really have to. Um, these are just things that i I'm doing to try and allow my brain to solve the problem while i'm I'm thinking about it differently. Um you know, but these are just, you know, a problem solving thing. um and that can be quite helpful because taking the time away from actually I am working on solving the problem for me, that means writing code. Um, I, you know, by taking some time away from writing the code, it allows me to come back. Um, th- this, this uh, solutions problem is architected by the fact that uh, the other day I spent a couple of hours slamming my head into a wall over a single missing S. Something was a plural should have been, uh, If something was singular, it should have been plural and it was missing its, its S at the end. Um, wow. And it wasn't until I got up to go to the bathroom and come back which, even if you are a desk jockey or you work in an office, you still get a chance to go to the bathroom, I hope um, you can do. so sometimes just going going to the bathroom, if you don't need to go to the bathroom, go wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just just that, but I had diagrammed out the solution the the problem and the solution before I went, um, or you know my thought out solution, and then when I came back and I glanced at it, and I glanced at my screen, glanced at the data, went, ah. Open the database, bam, there we go. I saw mm-hmm. my problem, I solved my problem, and uh yeah, it was i I'm certain it was a combination of that diagram and uh the 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 uh the trip afterwards of just a few minutes away from my desk uh which helped me solve that
1: you know it's it's interesting as you say that um a few things dawn on me first of all um it's it's interesting that I, I I'd never considered the notion that like i I might need to put myself in a state of being ready to do background thinking before I allow myself to do background thinking, which hadn't occurred to me before. So thank you. The the second is, uh, you know, a friend of mine once coined the term pretend missions, where you would send yourself on a mission, not because the mission is all really all that important, but um, getting away from where you are is. So you invent a little pretend mission to, to, change your environment to change your scope to change for fun for whatever reason and i love your idea of like pretend missions for you know going to the break room for uh coffee or going to somewhere to wash your hands or blow your nose or or pretend to go to the washroom or just even just take a walk around the floor giving yourself that little pretend mission just to break up uh just just to hit eject and and take the tape for a minute oh wow um, there are a lot of people who might not even know what that means, uh, but but like just just be able to step away from where you are. Um, I I think that there's a lot of value in that, and I think that sometimes for me having a reason to do that helps. So mm-hmm. the pretend mission is is can be a really valuable tool, and I mean it, it doesn't have to be teeny tiny either. You can say you know what um, I don't really need milk, but I'm going to go to the grocery store for milk. Um, because I don't want to yeah. buy anything unhealthy. I don't want to spend a lot of money and I need to be quick, but I'm going to say that I need milk and I'm just going to go. And that's gonna, just going to give me a moment um, to do that. What I think is also yeah. interesting in like, not just the idea of preparing to get into a state of background thinking, but also to be prepared so that if background thinking is successful, A, wonderful, B, how are you going to make sure that you're ready to capture that? So m- making sure that you've got a um, a uh, living in the future style watch or phone or pad of paper or journal around and so that you're ready to write down and capture this thing in this moment that has come to you, I think is important so that you can do your background thinking with confidence that you're not going to lose it by the time you get back to your desk or something like that. So I know that f- like for me, Um, sometimes my reset is a 15 minute nap, but if I don't have a journal next to me ready for like when I wake up, I really risk losing that like light bulb moment for the, like I wake up, I rub my eyes and I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. I got it. And I need to write it down in that moment or it's gone. So, um, I think preparing yourself, uh, with, with the confidence that you can background think, um, that you can let it go, knowing that you can pick it back up again easily, um i think I think that creates a little bit more confidence in using this kind of method, uh, knowing that you can trust yourself and your process because you'll be able to you'll be able to catch the outcomes of it.
0: Yes. Yeah. I actually always try to have a capture method nearby, no matter what I'm doing, because the number of times I've been there and I've just been, you know, doing the dishes or something like that. And then my brain goes, oh, and here's the solution to that problem that you had three days ago. And you put Mm -hmm. to one side because it was a personal thing. You were just tweaking an automation, whatever it was. And, you know, you, you wanted to come back to it when you had a solution. You know, my brain always does this when I'm, you know, in the middle of doing chores, which is, a good thing and it, it tries i i try to use that as encouragement to do chores doesn't always work um but you know i try so i have capture devices everywhere i have index cards and pens in every room i have an apple watch with the just press record app um on um the on the face for everything uh for all of the watch faces that i can put it on because this way i can tap it and not only does it try to transcribe it it also records the audio because you know if you try mm. and use transcription and you're excited so you're rushing through something it's gonna mess up um i i had that today because the other thing that i found is driving can actually help this for me i i don't drive particularly often i have to go into the office a couple of times a month or so um but you know those days when i drive into the office i get there and my reminders list is just full of things i i counted today scotty on my trip into and from the office today i captured 23 things Mm mm-hmm Which are either like they are a potential way to solve a problem, or they are a problem I need to solve, or they are just, you know, things that I need to do. But the fact that I was driving and unable to do anything else, because it's not safe to be doing, you know, Sudoku while driving. Um, Please, please don't do Sudoku while driving, people. That's that's not good. Um, But, you know, like the fact that I was just driving and the only things that my brain could do were. Traffic. There is traffic. Be careful of the traffic. Do the thing. Drive <laughs> cr- carefully. And also, oh, and by the way, you remember the washing machine automation that you've been working on? Here's here's that final little piece of the puzzle that you've got. I'm just there going, dang it, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, ca- I can't set this up right now. That's not okay. Just press record. Got it for me. Uh, and I did use just press record for that one uh, because I could, you know, tap the complication on my nose. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and I I knew that. The transcription that Siri was going to dump into the reminders was not going to be accurate enough for that so uh, I made the point to try and do it uh differently and I yeah I'm 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 glad that you know I have that opportunity I'm aware that not everybody does and you know going going traveling to to try and give yourself a chance to do some background thinking is not necessarily viable but uh Something like that, you know, combining, you know, a trip to the grocery store. Maybe this time you don't go to the closest grocery store. Maybe you, you go to the one that's just a little bit further away that you would like to mm-hmm. visit, but you don't get a chance because you are just going to go and get milk. Or, you know, that thing that you always need to have. For me, that's usually chocolate. Let's let's face it, chocolate. Well, um, but uh, yeah, just just something like that um, can be good.
1: That's good. Okay, I finally get the cross chocolate off my nested folders bingo card here. Uh, the, as you say that I'm reminded that, um, um, not just change of context, but like, yeah, change of, um, experience is important too. Like I, I've found that, um, uh putting a podcast on and going for a walk. Well, this, this seems a little bit self-promotional, but no, 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 for real. Uh like putting a podcast on and going for a walk, and then I find that, you know, twenty steps out of the house, I'm like already like stopping and pausing and and saying, Oh my goodness, I need to write this down. And oh my goodness, that I, I think I think giving myself unrelated content helps push whatever is in the foreground to the background. And then all of a sudden that allows it to jump back to the foreground with, with new ideas, mm-hmm. which, which I really, which I really like. So I think um, uh, sitting in silence and, you know, sweating with your, your pencil hovering over the paper and shaking as sweat pours down your brow, that that's, that's probably not going to um, be super helpful. So uh, I have to remind myself add content and and I can do that with, um audio only, it's not disruptive and headphones. And um I also enjoy going as light as possible. So you mentioned having a watch, which is which is a great privilege that I also enjoy. But um realistically speaking, um a, a, at least having my phone with me if I'm gonna go uh for a walk, a because I'm listening to podcasts anyway, but b because you know, like stopping every three minutes and opening up my journal and trying to stand there with it open on my arm and jot stuff down. I mean, that's going to be more frustrating than it is freeing. So um, yeah. like being, being equipped for that. Um, and then if not a podcast or something else, the other thing that I really enjoy as a method of pushing what is in the foreground into the background is just to think, who haven't I spoken with in a while? Not even just a problem solve about this, but just to chat with someone. Um, because even having a conversation like this, I I I don't know how brains work cuz I'm not a neurologist or a neuroscientist or anything like that but I do know that when you and I sit down to record stuff and we have conversations just like this a whole bunch of other things are like are firing off in in, in the back of my brain and it's, it's, there's something about having a conversation that I think um allows whatever is up front to to take a back seat for a while uh and so that when I pick it back up again afterwards I have had this new experience of this conversation, even if we're just talking about uh, fried chicken or Tetris or, um, or or the, you know, that, that last round of, um, you know, breath of the wild challenges that my friend couldn't finish, whatever it is. um, It's a refreshing change of pace. And uh, I, I feel like that real personal element helps, um, it helps shift my thinking, not just from problem solving uh, one thing to problem solving another thing, but actually to just, you know, being in a completely other kind of mode or, or, or method of operation. And and so that, that very distinct shifting of gears um, I find really helpful in terms of, you know, pushing stuff into the background for a while.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, that—that that is the thing. This is, you know, again, if if you're in the office, um, you know, you can't necessarily just call a friend. But you know what? If you go to the coffee machine, even if you don't drink coffee like me, mm-hmm. you're going to run into somebody else who's probably also having a problem and is at the coffee machine and sometimes you can just go hey so so what are you working on right now and get them to talk to you about Mm -hmm. it or what did you do at the weekend and something like that forcing yourself to interact with somebody else either they can be involved in the problem they cannot be whichever whatever helps for you in the moment um or just whatever in you know appeals because let's face it a a good chunk of this is about getting our brains to be happy about you know doing the thing um Mm -hmm. in in the way that it feels it needs um you know it if, if you can just have that conversation, that that is really, really useful. Um, and and I, I, I really like doing that um, whenever I can. Um, and, you know, sometimes I have to say I, there is time pressure on me um, where whatever happens, I need to get this thing out of the door and I am stuck. Yeah, but I don't really have time to stop and take a break, and that can be problematic because you do need the break. Mm. So what I always try to do whenever I, I I start tackling something like this is I write down the different elements, components, parts of this that need to be done, and then when I get stuck on one of them, I stop, I go work on another one because while you're working on the other one, guess what? uh things come back. Now, not everything can be broken down like that. Some things have to be done in certain orders and so on and so forth. But if you can do that, that's another viable solution, uh, which I think people should at least attempt to employ. Um, because, you know, it, it, it depends on your work, but Maybe, you know, maybe you're, you're having a, a difficulty writing a document. Well, maybe you can actually just go and fix that formatting issue in the document template that you use. Wait, mm. you don't use a document template? Well, you could create a document template for things like this. Um, and then things will always be formatted the correct way um, or something like that. You know, just try and find something little. And I do also keep a list of like little things to do. Um, you know, I'm I, fortunate I use a task manager that lets me input an estimated time. So I look for <laughs> things with an estimate of five minutes or less. And you know what? I, you know, it's so tempting sometimes. Yeah, I get lots of stuff done, but I make myself ignore things that are five minutes or less and keep those for the times where my brain just needs a little something else to mm. allow me to, to, to view a problem differently. Um, and so, you know, that that's potentially something that could help there.
1: That's that's a that's a really good idea because then you're you're pre armed with with things that can that can that can make whatever's in the foreground sink to the background for a little bit. Um, I I think the last one, and I mean I know I talked about some of my favorite questions earlier, but a word that carries a lot of weight for me is the word curiosity, and I find that um, I tend to get the most stuck when I cease being curious and I am more trying to figure out how to. Make a particular thing happen, and so if I can stop myself from doing that and be curious and ask ask a different question, you know, even if it's even if it's like if I'm asking how do I solve this, um, maybe the question is why can't I solve this, or um, what have I seen that looks like this before, or can I can I remember a time when I knew someone who was doing work that looked like this kind of work. Asking asking a new question um, to make maybe make the root question either fall to the background or become different entirely, that's I find um really helpful for me because you know, like I say, I, I get stuck the most when I am the least curious. And so that is my big reminder to self of how can I become curious again? And I, and I, I think that you know some of the things that we've talked about, like like pretend missions or going to the coffee machine, or taking a walk, or taking a shower, or taking a bath. All of those different things are kind of are kind of signals to myself of 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 how do I become curious again, and that or how do I focus my attention on something else? Um, I think those are the two kind of forked major paths that, you know, if I, if I take nothing else away from this conversation, those are the two things I think that I need to remember the most.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I, th- I think that is the thing, you know, isn't it? it? It's, it's trying to keep these things in mind for the times where we desperately need them, because sometimes we really need these tools and we've forgotten that they, they exist to help us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, to, to that end, I'm trying to create a little personal documentation a wiki for of of how my brain works um that that's not necessarily a good summary of it but you know it's it's the tips and tricks that I've used to try and help me get things done over time um and you know having that you know when I get frustrated just being able to pull it out and scan through and go oh yeah yeah Yeah, I I see now Like I'm doing this thing this way and it drives me crazy because of this particular element or something. And I've not even necessarily written exactly that in the document. It's just a case of, yeah, you know, go take a break from from problems when you've been stuck sitting there for 45 minutes doing absolutely nothing successfully. Um, You know, just go put a load of laundry on or something because it will help. And at the very least, you get the satisfaction of having got the other thing. You know, done. You know, you got a little bit of exercise. You got up and got yourself a glass of water, which is good for you. You gave mm-hmm. your brain a little bit of a break, um, and your brain deserves to have a break every once in a while. Um, which I think, you know, is something all of our brains would appreciate, um, especially because then you hopefully get that dopamine hit of solving your problem thanks oh. to the background thinking.
1: Totally, that's, uh, and that's a great last last point. Is is if you notice these things about yourself and what works and what does not. I mean, a, a, a wiki seems uh, and, and it, start the timer and see how long it takes someone to ask you for a link to that one, Rose.
0: Mm. It's it's. I'm afraid it's it's personal. It's all my synology. It's it's not open to the internet. Okay. Uh, I will look into making something that I can share at some point, but I have yet to decide how to do that.
1: Right, but I mean, even just even just personally, all, all of us, like when I, when you notice something about yourself and what works and what does not. You write that down somewhere that that's that's probably pretty good to have to refer to later, so if nothing else when you go to need you know, when you need some background thinking done go go reflect on your list of you know personal insights and rules of operation uh and see uh, and see if there's anything gems that you can find uh and if not, maybe you've at least distracted yourself long enough that you have now generated some new ideas uh from background thinking
0: indeed, and hopefully you you'll feel good about everything uh in the meantime. We hope this podcast has made you feel good. Um, And, uh, you know, if you want to find more, Nestedfolderspodcast And of course, if you really love us, you can also go to nestedfolders slash unnested for a bonus episode for our lovely subscribers every single month. Um and of course, uh if you would like to reach out to us, then you can do so via email. Uh that's on our contact page. Um, and also if you're a subscriber via our AMA and on Twitter at nested folders. Scotty, where can people find you?
1: I may be found. Uh online at heyscottyj.com. That's my blog. And uh, by the same name, at heyscottyj on Twitter. Uh, Rosemary Orchard, how about you? Where might you be found?
0: You can find me at rosemaryorchard.com and at rosemaryorchard on Twitter.
1: Awesome. And I guess we'll be back in two weeks.
0: Goodbye, everyone.